like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... So, gentle listeners, what you have missed was a solid hour conversation where Engineer Bob and I teamed up to try and get Podcast Bob to buy a missile silo with us. Oh, yeah. We we, we were happen. going hard talking about the fixer-upper opportunity that exists in Abilene, Kansas. We made her very uncomfortable Only with how committed be- we are to this idea of yes. buying this decommissioned missile silo. Because if it if it were a joke, I'd be like, yeah, we can play along with it. The problem is I know the two of you probably more than any other person I have met in my entire life. And I know both of you would do it. We're a, we were a little too serious you about it for her. Yeah, a little too serious where I'm like, I... We both kept being like, we don't know where the bit ends and like the, you know what, we actually could do this exactly and that's what made me most uncomfortable because that's why she couldn't enjoy I it because just can't enjoy like, it because it's too real she's like she, if i go along with this are they gonna they're start gonna pulling, think that i start agree pulling with money yeah. <laughs> we that's the thing is we could do it they could they'll start calling up realtors on monday i i don't want to be like you guys it I, was i was going along with it as a joke it's very easy to to hit the take a remote tour on Zillow's website. I just, it was a little too much for me. So the the moral of the story is the one thing apparently Engineer Bob and Fancy Tuna are aligned with is living in a hole in the middle of Kansas. Yeah. Yes. That's the only thing that we can agree on. (laughs) And Podcast Mom is not Not, here for it. No. And Podcast Mom, if we've learned anything else, is definitely not a fan of hole living in Kansas. Yeah. Sorry. I showed her the shower. You did show me the shower. It and didn't there send is me a toilet behind it. And the parking space, like one, the one car garage. It just I wasn't. Her the one she even space. gave me the one car garage. It just wasn't. Just wasn't, wasn't enough, enough to, sway, to her, sway. sway her to our. No, not our to the dark side. Nuclear cave living. No. Desires. No, it's it's true. No, the thing I was going to talk about, totally not even that. So, you know. Cool. No, do your cold open now. It's fine. No, it's this is a perfectly acceptable cold open. And how how angry we made you by joking about <laughs> buying angry. a missile silo. No, she's angry about angry. it all over again. She's abandoned her cold open. How how crawly did your skin feel? Very. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much rust and leak, like evidence Babe, of water as you saw damage. from the photographs, they left a shop vac. There's we a could shop clean vac. it up. She can't even. She's shaking her head, gentle There's an abandoned motorcycle store on the on the compound. Yeah. yeah um. No. Maybe they left an acetylene torch. That's a little too much of a fixer upper for me. You know, okay. I, I like the let's repair the put it in a new toilet. Maybe zhuzh up the cabinets. I, I then not showed create her cabinets. A number of beautiful properties in Montana, which she wouldn't go for. No, she's not into it. I just, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Compound living is not for her. We just did a wonderful episode about cults where I decided I would join and probably be happy in a cult. Right. Podcast mom, no. No. I I think if anything, what I've learned the last two years is, you know, I need to be, I'm very much Ariel. I need to be where you the people are. You want to be where the people are? Yeah. I want to see, I want to see them yeah. dancing. 
Exactly, exactly. I'm going to start putting forks in my hair or whatever. Yeah, I have learned in the last two years that I am Emily Dickinson and will probably in my later years never leave the house. Oh, Oh, no. No, I'm going to I will come over to your house then, and I will like throw you over my shoulder and then I will force you out of your house. No, it's going to happen. You could try. Or I'm going to force you to live with me and then you could be like in a missile silo. I'm in. No, (laughs) dear. No. In a beautiful ranch property in Montana. I'm in. That's that's like a retirement thing when I'm like ancient, but not when I'm like so funny to me because I'm from a much bigger town than you are. Yeah. And then I and I got the taste of a much bigger town and I was like, this was good. I slightly I downsized significantly and I was like, well, this is still okay." But then like that's like a retirement level thing when I'm just wanting to give up and die. That's where I want to go. Oh, see, I'm not ready I'm like to give up and die. Retirement. I want to live by a bunch of stuff and other people so that when I am dying, they can help me. Yeah. Oh, it's Is it opposite. easier to get people to help you <clears throat> when you're old, when you're near them? See, yeah, I don't want to be helped. I think at a certain age, I at just a certain let age, me die. I want to live in a house and be eaten by bears. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's how I want to go. Like out. when I'm 75, no kids to take care of me. Just. And then I will decompose nicely in the woods and you can make like a flower plant out of me. Sure. Okay. I'm going to die way before you, so I'm not making anything out of you. <laughs> I am definitely going to die first. So we're going to make I compost. can't help you. Ask your husband. <laughs> Deer will help me. Yep. I got you. Oh, my God. I'll turn you into a planter. Awesome. You know what? That's great. But, you know, Throw this- some tomatoes. <laughs> This this has lent itself very nicely. I feel like the talk of this outdoorsy stuff has lent us very nicely. But before we get into that. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And I'm not going to let you forget that you 100% walked away from whatever you had planned as the cold open. You did. Totally did. It's fine. There wasn't a lot of funny news anyway. This was... The missile silo talk was better. Missile silo talk, you know, it, it definitely. More engagement, I feel, with, you know, with you two versus the, uh, you know... This tastes like Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. It's delicious. Oh, interesting. I like it. That oh, is 100% a, a, that's what it tastes like. That is an incredibly specific and descriptive flavor but now you all Did have you it in your head yeah yeah it totally does I now i feel it. like we can all taste it yeah mm-hmm. but as i mentioned all the talk of the outdoorsy stuff lends us in very nicely to this week's episode which yeah. is cereal talk which is uh <laughs> well the beer we're drinking this week is called berry blonde from lift bridge brewing company we've had their beer one of their beers before um, and the can art has got like this nice little cabin in the woods, a yeah. lady who's hiking and she's got a map so she's not going to get lost. There's yeah. a deer. There's a nice big purple bear. There's a gorgeous fluffy purple bear. There, there's a chainsaw. Most important. Love on it. Can art, chainsaw, an outhouse and a Yeti. There you go. All of these things. What are they? They're outdoorsy things. They're outdoorsy. Hence, outdoorsy ghosts. Exactly. Whatever that means to you. Yeah. And you know what that means to me? It means Lake Morena in San Diego County, California. 
Ooh. Good old Santiago. Santiago. Yes, yes. So, Lake That's Marine. a large enough city for you to live in. It is. It is. I would live there. There's yeah, things. what if we could find a decommissioned missile silo in San Diego? I feel like you could probably convince me a little easier than one in Kansas. All right. Yeah. Mission mission uh, received. <laughs> Noted. Noted. <laughs> There's military bases there. There are a I, lot. I, you know? There I, are a lot. They got, make they some got calls. a decommissioned missile silo there. I guarantee it. What about the Nurples? Oh my God. They decommissioned the What if we could the buy Nurples? the nuclear tits? We could yeah. buy the big tits. We could buy the big tits. We could live in tits. We could, we could buy the tits. We buy the tits off the five. We I mean, yeah, it's slowly leaking radioactive, you know, stuff. But who cares? So it's probably it affordable. No, I think that's why they turned it off. It's not leaking anything anymore. Okay, well, th- then it's going to be decommissioned. Then we can buy the tits. We'll buy the tits. Then we'll buy the tits. We'll live in the tits. I'll live in the right tit. You guys could live in the left tit. Yeah. We got a gorgeous beach, you know, like a uh, ocean view, and it's close yeah. enough to San Diego where I could go to the zoo. I could go to all the breweries. I could go, go on hikes. Breweries. I could like we go, go to Disneyland. We not go that to far. Disneyland. That's super close. We're gonna live in the tits. We're gonna live in the tits. I think they would be significantly more than the what we were yeah, looking just at. The, just the property around it. It wouldn't be on eleven acres. It would just be the tits. I'm sure, yeah. and then the government that's, would own the land on which we park. Really fine though. I it work yeah yeah look i just look i just want to buy these tits i just want to live in a giant booby a giant concrete tit i lost the word for concrete there a giant (laughs) concrete tit who doesn't titties idiots idiots that's who (laughs) so anyway okay i'm sorry you were telling us about a lake uh anyway yes lake morena uh in campo california it's a man-made lake located in, as I said, southern San Diego County, very close, about one mile from the Mexican border. Got How it. close is it, it to the tits? I know. It, it just now occurs to me that if you aren't from Southern California, you have no idea what we're talking about. No. Southern California. Was it San Luis Obispo? Is no, it it's it's in or, like San Diego County. It's like Encinitas. Like. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like the, there is a there was a nuclear power plant that looked like a set of tits on the, that, on the coast. Yeah, whenever we get and the, everything. Yeah, nipples and everything. And when we would get to the tits, I knew it was very close. I think to Camp Pendleton. I feel like that's like oh, we're almost to San Diego once you get yeah. to the tits. Anyway, so it's like halfway between L.A. and San Diego. Giant nuclear plant. Just giant, giant concrete tits with mm-hmm. erect nipples. Yep. Near the beach. Near the beach. Be- like beach views. Yep. Yep. Um, now decommissioned because there was a paquit of a leak. Yeah. And we don't want any sort of fallout. The cooling system was rusting, I believe. I think that's what it was. Yeah. We don't want another Chernobyl. We saw what happened there. No. So anyway, uh, Campo, California, located about a mile from Mexico, um, it is 42 miles east of San Diego. So if you can kind of imagine, that's okay. where we are. Um, the dam that created the lake, uh, the appropriately named Morena Dam. There you go. Very clever. Uh, was completed in 1912. So that's aroundish the time. So this is about a hundred year old lake. Yes, dear. Listener, it was the San Onofre nuclear San power plant. Onofre. San Onofre. That's, I knew it yeah. had an O in it. Yeah. <laughs> San Onofre. Yeah, there you go. Look that up. The- I was like, I think San Luis Obispo is the other way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. It was San something. It had O in it. I just went the wrong direction. It's all good. <laughs> I went north, not south. Yeah. We got there. It's fine. Yes. 
So, so yes, gentle listeners, uh, just Google that. You can see what Google we're talking about. Santa Nofre tits. Tits. <laughs> I bet it will come up. I don't know what's. Santa I'm gonna do. Nofre, I'm gonna. I'm gonna not, do not, it right not. now. Tits. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> so, anyway, oh, now you're both doing it. So yeah, you while you it. both do it, I will just talk into the microphone. Okay. Um, the dam was completed in 1912 and is one of the oldest components of the yep. San Diego. First thing that comes up. Is are the actual tits? Oh, Nuke no, towers, tits. roadside attraction. Yep, very first thing that comes up. Yep. The map: San Onofre boobs, roadside America. R.I.P. Uh, city titties. R.I.P. City titties. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. So yeah, you can just Google Santa Nofre tits, tits and it will come up. <laughs> and it will pop up. So there you go. I wish I was talking now about Santa Nofre tits, but I'm, I'm not. I got fucking they're, those, they're so large, they're distracting. They are. They are hard not to look at <laughs> or think about. Or as you're driving down them, pretend to little tweak the nipple. I don't know if you did oh. that every time you drove by. Oh, I mean, I, every time driving, audibly say, tits, every time. Don't care who's in the car. Yeah, no, it's, no, that's something you say. Tits. Grandma, if grandma's in the car with you, you still say it. Grandma tits. knows what tits look like. She's got them. They're got around them. her waist right She's now. She's them old ass tits. Also, if I was driving down to San Diego and my grandmother was in the car with me, uh, we would have a lot to talk about because all of my grandparents have passed. It would be oh ghosts. It would be ghost grandma. How appropriate yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, be like, hey Nana, how's being a ghost? Tits, tits. Nana, look, tits. My grandma, who is still uh, with us, she would be so confused by what the hell I'm talking about. You have this old little like Polish lady. If you pointed to the tits, she would be like, oh yes. She'd be like, yeah, they do look. I like that, I guess. And then she would be like, you're weird. How are you related to me? And I'd go, I, I don't know either. Yeah, my my grandmothers would have been like Vanessa. <laughs> oh, I've, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. My, i it, it'd be mixed. Who knows? I'll do that though. I will bring out my grandma. I'll drive her. We'll both go out to San Diego. I'll point Before out the. Before you die, Grandma, I want you to see these giant tits. I don't we have th- so taken you off track, Moreno Dam. Yep. Built. There we go. It was completed in 1912 and is one of the oldest components of the San Diego water system, providing two to 18 and a half million meters cubed of water to the city per year. Nice. I don't know what any of that means. A lot of goddamn water. It's not the main source of the water that I think the city still gets from the Colorado River. They still yeah, buy we, water from Colorado River. Yeah. California does steal all of its water from Colorado. It does. But this is like the backup. <sighs> Um, so if shit gets real, real bad, the drought gets real bad, they have like this as their plan B. Got it. So they just dammed a river and made a lake. Kind of. Yeah. They they created this little dam here, did its thing, and then a, a, a lake was created okay. in its place. Um, the construction began on the dam in the fall of 1896, but was uh, pretty much immediately plagued by problems of leaks and poor engineering, which when you're building a dam, probably not a good thing it's to do. It's not a great thing to have. You don't want to have leaksy dams. The city struggled through the problems for two years until 1898 when construction was stopped. Um, plans were scrapped. 
uh, everybody was fired, including the engineer. New plans were drawn up. New engineers were hired. And the construction didn't pick back up again until 1909. So almost 10 years later. Wow. Well, sometimes you just go start over. Yeah. And I think they just <clears throat> needed to find the right man for the job. Yeah. And it took him 10 years to do that. He was he was still very young before. He that. wasn't ready yet. He no. hadn't learned all of the he needed to learn. Right. He hadn't patched a bunch of previous leaks and figured out how best to do that. Yeah. He didn't have the like... The little uh, slapper glue. What the hell is it called? Um, oh, yeah. That like that, that, like seal it that you put on the thing. Yeah, that wasn't invented yet. They couldn't just put that on there to stop leaks in their dam. <laughs> you couldn't just set it and forget it on your leaking boat. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, so construction started again in 1909 and was finally finished in 1912 um, because the dam was built in a a mountain area known for high annual rainfall the city thought the reservoir would fill every year um but when it was finished in the early 1900s there was a bit of a bad drought okay think about today yup same thing so there was no rain um throughout southern california and the reservoir didn't fill more than one third of its capacity for the first four years Okay, so they're in a dry spell. A little bit of a dry spell. Um, Enter Charles Hatfield. Um, Charlie was a self-proclaimed rainmaker. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, great, Charlie. Uh Uh-huh. I believe you, Charlie the Hat, making rain. He he developed his own (laughs) secret mixture of 23 herbs and spices Oh my um, god! Twenty three the best chemicals. chicken. That's twice. That chicken's twice as flavorful. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, no, these twenty three chemicals that would attract rain. He had it in like this big aluminum drum thing, and supposedly he would then have the chemicals released into the air because that's smart, and then it would somehow attract the rain. Chemtrails. Chemtrails. Yeah. Okay, so he's make he's he's a super villain making weather. Yes, he wants to make weather, but he's doing it for good. He hasn't found his villain, you know, story moment yet. You know what I mean? I think mean? this is his villain backstory, by the way. It, it is. Like, it's Dr. Octopus. He started with good All intentions, but then... All I wanted to do was fix the climate and make it rain, and they wouldn't listen to me. Well, now there's nothing they can do but listen to me as I take all yeah. the world's water and drink it myself. Yeah, I feel like it started to rain. The rain had a bunch of chemicals in it because of the chemicals he released in the air. He drowns in the rain. Then he comes back to life imbued with the chemicals. Right. He, yeah. This and then he is, like shoots them out of his like eyeballs or something like he, rainy eyeballs. Great goddamn character. Yeah, I was like, Bob, you could put this in the next X-Men book you're drawing. Hell yeah. Done. Um, uh, the Rainmaker. Lady. Charlie the Rainmaker. Charlie Rainmaker. I think Rainmaker is already, but uh, I think that was a... Uh, Gen 13. Anyway. Uh, 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 yep. Never mind. It's not, not Marvel. Yeah, continue. So his... Technically, he would be, consider- he'd be considered a human. But I don't want to get into it. It's fine. Nerd. Shut up. So nerd. Oh, my God. There was so much nerd that just came out. Anyway. So much nerd. Charlie's rainmaking career began in Los Angeles. As, of course, you would expect the people of L.A. gullible for things like this. Never. Oh, yeah. Also, L.A. known for its rain. Oh, yeah. Super known for its rain. Um, That began in 1902. And by 1916, he had such a reputation that the San Diego Wide Awake Improvement Club 
What okay, I- so the the you, the Los Angeles United cocaine users. Yeah, yeah. No, in San Diego. So hey, he you, had hey, brought- are you sleepy? Come out of the the, the, the wide awake uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. We got a solution for you. Yeah, <laughs> rub it on your uh, teeth, smoke it up your nose, anything you like. Yeah, just 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 come on over. Exactly. I've done so much cocaine. I think I can make it rain. <laughs> So the Wide Awake Improvement Club um, pressured the San Diego City Council to hire him to make enough rain to f- fill the reservoir. Uh, Hatfield offered to produce the rain for free from zero to 40 inches of rain. And then it would be one thousand dollars from zero to 40 inches. If I do nothing, it's free. It's free. <laughs> I don't get paid. He stands behind his product. I- Pass or you don't pay. Yes. So it's zero to 40 inches would be free. Uh, Between 40 and 50 inches of rain, that would be $1,000 per inch. And then anything over 50 inches of rain, again, would be free. Because I figured they were like 40 to 50 inches of rain would be sufficient to fill the reservoir. So I will do that for that. So the city of San Diego agreed to pay him a flat fee of $10,000, which would be payable upon the reservoir filling. So once it's full, then you get your money. So it's a little bit different, but it's still the same amount. So they really did pay him to make it rain. Uh, We're going to get to that. Um, so no contract was ever signed, which as I'm here to tell you, don't ever do anything without a contract. Okay. Thank you. That has been my PSA. Ding. Uh, so no contract was signed, but Hatfield moved forward on his, you know, setup based on the word of the city council. Um, he and his brother built their rain attraction tower which which has like the drum and the chemicals and the herbs and the spices next to the lake they uh-huh, set that uh-huh. up um and it was ready to make rain come january 1st they were like great we're gonna Got get it. this thing new going. year new rain new year new rain on january 5th heavy rains came and only got heavier day by day um dry riverbeds began to flood I was like, oh, shit, he made it fucking, we made it flood. So, uh, the yes, began to flood. Floods destroyed bridges, marooned trains, cut phone lines, and flooded homes and farms. Two nearby dams to the Morena Dam overflowed and broke, which caused massive flooding and killed about 20 people. Great. Um, on February 4th, so, so it, it rained for like 15 days straight. And then there was a bit of a pause and then it started to rain again. On February 4th, Hatfield told local reporters the damage caused by all of the rain was not his fault. No, no, no. No, he didn't do no. it. No. I just this, made it rain a little. I, I made it rain, but the city itself should have been better prepared for the amount of rain I was to bring. Because I told you I was going to do it. I told you I'm good at my job and you didn't believe me. So it's not my fault. The city asked for a specific amount of rain. They asked for the reservoir to be filled. That's what they asked for. And they imagined or they guesstimated that would be about 40 to 50 inches of rain. Not Yeah, but I feet. I would guess it filled within day five of all that rain. And yes. then it continued to rain for 10 more days. And then it just flooded. And then everything went bad. Um, even though Hatfield did meet his side of the bargain, which was fill the reservoir, uh, the city refused to pay unless Chucky's uh, accepted liability for the damage. 
And obviously, Charles is like, I, this was not my fault. I'm not going to accept responsibility. So the city goes, yeah, okay, cool. We're not going to pay you then. Well, also, the damage probably way more than the 10 grand he's going to get. Yes. At that point, damage was clocked in at about $3.5 million yeah. in yesteryear money. Oh, no. So the city was like, uh, well, if we can get, obviously, we're going to get this rainmaker to pay. So Charlie was like, no, I'm not going to accept liability. You still owe me money. So he sues the city of San Diego to get his cash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And in two separate trials, it was determined that the rain was an act of God, a force majeure if you were in the legal field. Okay, okay. And he was not. So therefore, because it was an act of God, he was not liable for any of the damages caused. But it's an act of God. So you didn't make the rain. So you're not getting your money either. Uh, let me let me just ask you this if maybe this is an incredibly dumb question sure but modern day science science Mm -hmm. uh was any of his chemical drum legit no because it did rain a bunch they think his his like what he was good at little snake oil salesman they think he was really good at reading weather patterns and so he he was like his chemicals he was an early day um weatherman so he would be able to read and he could tell when so he it was, was like the first meteorologist. But instead of like actually helping people understand the weather, he, he tried was just to going out there trying to make money. Money. Yeah. Yeah. So they think that's what it was. He he was very good at reading weather and, and figuring out when it could rain. He just obviously didn't know it was going to rain that much. Got it. So he's just an idiot, like throwing oregano and cumin into the air and being like rain yes. and rain and not, you know, you can't be like, well, I'm really good at weather patterns because they're not going to pay a meteorologist $10,000 to make it rain. But yeah. You will. If you, you say I can make, make it. it rain. Right. Because you can't make <clears throat> it rain. Um, Unless you win a club. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, ooh, shake them titties, Santa Nofre. Yeah, yeah, Santa Nofre titties. Titties. So anyway, back to Lake Morena. So it is uh, still a lake. It is uh, drought much smaller uh, than it. Oh, we got to throw some more cumin in the air. Yeah, you need more cumin, <laughs> more oregano, maybe a little bit of coriander. But if you don't like the cilantro, uh, might not be yeah. good for you. Um, you can visit it. You can go camping and fishing, uh, but swimming and direct body contact with the water is absolutely prohibited. So I can only imagine what is in that water. Wait, is it because it's because drinking drink water it. or is it because there's grossness in the water? I think it's maybe because um, they want that as like a backup. I'm sure because reservoir, they might have to pull from it. But if you allowed boats on there, people are going to drink that. So I don't. I don't know why they don't want you swimming in it, but no direct body contact. Because listen, gasoline, not a big deal. People soup. People soup. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can drink gasoline. Not everybody can drink urine. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's because there is, um, you know, some sort of uh, hybrid fish, shark, chimera. Yes. Octopus creature living in the bottom of the lake. That's why you're not allowed to swim in it. It's like Jaws. They had a couple sharks come eat some people, some chimeras, munch on some people. And they're like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. They were like, boat's okay because they can't come on the boat. No. Otherwise, like full of piranha. They're they're (laughs) boat averse. These piranha are boat averse. Yeah. Um, and what does that have anything to do with ghosts? Nothing. None of this story has anything to do with ghosts, but I love the origin story so much that I had to tell you about it. But this place- I like I like the weatherman. Yeah, I like too. Colonel Sanders making it rain. Yeah. And then killing a bunch of people. Yeah. But this place also has ghosts, which is kind I of I love fun. it. 
Love it. Is it the ghost of the people who died in all the flooding? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> I have no fucking idea where these ghosts I'm come from. I'm going to say I've, yes. Yes. Now I've connected your backstory to your current story. Wonderful. Great. Um, so back in the year of our Lord, 1983, the greatest year oh, that ever yeah. yeared. Oh, Fucking 83 mother It's the best year that ever yeared. Um, ever yeared. A woman named Helen Schaefer of the San Diego Union newspaper wrote an article on the ghosties. Uh, that haunt Lake Morena. So I'm going to tell you some of the Okay, some of I'm excited for late so, ghosts. So these are like 39-year-old ghosts at this point. These are old ghosts. Yes. Just like us. Old ladies. I mean, they're probably older than that. They probably ghosted before the newspaper article. Yeah, yeah. So they're like 40 years old at this these point. These are, these are millennial ghosts. These are, these are Gen X ghosts. Yeah. Um, so one evening, a park volunteer called Walter Stucker... Okay. Uh, um, awoke and felt the need for some reason. He woke up. Suddenly. The need for speed. He felt the need for speed, and more specifically, the need to look out his window. He wakes up suddenly. Why do I need to look outside? I don't know, but I'm going to look outside. So okay. he looks out the window by the bed in his motorhome, and what he saw was a tall man standing outside the window. Okay. Um, he had on a dark coat and a quote knitted foul weather cap. Sure. Okay. Um, the two like a knitted rain hat, like Paddington. Kinda. That's what I imagine. <laughs> Did I Google it's it? Like yeah. Slender Man meets Paddington Bear. <laughs> that's horrifying. Yeah, it is. It's pretty horrifying. horrifying. Slender Man, like tapping on your window. Do you have any marmalade? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck that. I'd burn the whole motorhome down. Um. So anyway, the two looked at each other for a sec. Um. And before the peeping Tom ghost. Who I'm sure, you know, raincoat was about to flash. He was probably like, hey, oh, okay, check out okay. my ghost dick. Um, but he got Look caught. at my Paddington. Look at my Paddington. He got caught in the act. So the ghost turned around and um, walked away. He was walking toward the lake. So Walter looked out and he was still following the ghost or what he thought was a man at that point, following the man toward the lake. He said it was dark, but it was light enough. Like the light of the moon was light enough to mm -hmm. illuminate this man, you could see that he was not walking on the ground, but he was floating about six to eight inches off the ground toward the water. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, before he does appearing. Um, another story, a little uh, unrelated to that. Like all of these, it's funny. Like some of them are, I had this experience. No, I had this experience, but finding people with the same experience is... Oh, it's like a choose your own adventure ghost. Kind of is. And it's like whatever ghost decides to show up that day. Sometimes so, a ghost will follow you home. Yeah. Yeah, like the ghost. Um, anyway, so Tracy, uh, what's your name? Walken? Lords. Tracy, Tracy Lords. <laughs> Tracy Lords Christopher Walken, um, who was a supervising ranger at the campground, also had some spooky experiences while staying at the cabin, like the the ranger station cabin thing that uh -huh, they would have. Uh -huh. Um, so one day Tracy was just doing his thing. I come to find out, unless Tracy was a very hip woman back in 1983 and had a wife, I'm going to guess Tracy is a man. Okay. Um, so or a, 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 a slightly a, ahead of her time lesbian. Yes, who got married in, and they talked about marriage and wives in 1983. Again, San Diego. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. So anyway, Tracy was doing his thing, working at the ranger station, rangering. 
I don't know what. Yeah, Ranger, 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 Ranger. When lesbian, he, lesbian, lesbian. When he heard footsteps outside of the station, but before he could get up to investigate, the the steps sped up as if somebody was now running towards the side door, and it stopped. There was a wooden sort of strip that ran underneath the door that went from inside to outside, but it ran mm-hmm. along the bottom of the door. And he heard somebody step on that strip, saw the strip move, and then the door handle moved as if somebody was trying to walk in. And he looks out the window. There's no one there. He calls his wife who's staying elsewhere and he goes, babe, you need to come over. Something weird is happening. So he gets her to come over. She goes, there's nobody here. I don't see any evidence of people being here. She comes in. And the exact same thing happens. They hear footsteps outside of the ranger station that get close to the door. They hear the and they see the little inlet thing move and the door handle move as if someone. I like how he calls his wife to invest as opposed to going outside and looking at him damn self. Babe, babe, I'm scared. Come, come. Babe, babe, I'm spooked. I'm so spooked. You need to come and save me. Also, what if there's a monster outside? I need you to come out and like possibly get murdered by a person. What if it's a bear? Could be a San Diego bear that we don't know about. I'm sure there are bears in San Diego. There's certainly some in the zoo. (laughs) Escaped zoo animal could be on these campgrounds trying to eat this man and he sends his wife into danger yeah (sighs) anyway um so there is a town that surrounds this campo california is a very small town which as of 2019 i think was up for sale the whole town the whole town was for sale whoa how many people live in this town could you live in this city absolutely not i think how, this town had a thousand people how much most. is it compared to a missile silo <laughs> significantly more it was oh. over a million dollars damn to buy the town oh, so it's like three missile silos yeah it would be about the okay. equivalent of three missile silos um but they have a woodworking shop <laughs> that we well a missile buy. silo doesn't have that i can tell you that yep uh, I feel like we buy that missile silo. That missile silo has whatever the fuck we want it to have. Hell yeah! So anyway, some residents Moving of Campo <laughs> yes, who lived close to the lake um, also uh, heard footsteps in their cabin while they were staying nearby. But unlike the ranger station, they were also visited by a baby ghost. A baby ghost. A baby ghost. Oh, baby ghost. So a, a female guest who was sleeping in the living room on the couch of this little cabin woke up one evening to see a baby's christening gown floating toward her. Nothing in the gown, just a baby's nope. baptismal <laughs> dress yep. coming at them slowly. And it comes up to her. She feels something stroke her face no nope. before backing up slowly and disappearing a baby's tiny toe grazed her <laughs> cheek hello hello yes um and, and i went to heaven and <laughs> i died <laughs> i went to heaven so now i can send you to hell yeah. <laughs> um campers also have noticed a girl in white who will show up near the first large patch of boulders once you enter the campgrounds. Because there's okay. no real mountainy hiking thing. It's just a very flat. Like, if you go to the website, it's just a very flat plot of land. It's kind of boring. Not very fun. Um, but there's a large patch of boulders. And she will uh, manifest herself, if you will, uh-huh, uh-huh. on occasion. 
And she will just stare at people as they're like walking in or driving into the campground. She'll just pop up out of nowhere and just like mean mug you as you're Be like, in. these are my fucking boulders. This is my rocks. Don't even think about coming near my rocks. These are my rocks. These are my fucking rocks. And then does the little like eyes, like I see you kind of shit. Yeah. If you come for my rocks, I'll send my ghost baby after you. I will send my ghost baby <laughs> who will gently stroke your cheek and make you shake your pants. I'm going to do it. Watch out. Awful. Awful. Baby gently strokes cheek. Yes. Um, and to wrap this up as if ghosts weren't enough, um, residents near the lake have also encountered UFOs. Oh, yay. UFOs. Oh, because not only this is this place haunted, everything. it also yeah. has UFOs. Um, back in 1998, no abductions, which is sad, like no probing. As far as I can tell in the story I read, no. there's no probage. The story doesn't have everything, I guess. It doesn't have everything. It's like I spoke too everything soon. adjacent. Um, but back in 1998, a resident who uh, would walk to the lake at four in the morning to do some early morning fishing, he was walking toward. <laughs> I felt like I think do some early morning shitting. Early morning <laughs> shitting <laughs> in the lake. Some early morning probing. <laughs> it's my constitutional. I walk toward an well, outhouse he, he, on the he beach. He walks out to the pond with a newspaper in his armpit, mm-hmm. squats over the lake, and, and lets the fish eat the poops out of his butt. <laughs> it's like little fish food. You just dribble it. Yes. Just, just <laughs> disgusting. Gross. Yeah. What is the matter with you? <laughs> you know, I ask myself that question a lot. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so he was walking to the lake to go fishing at four o'clock in the morning while he was walking toward the lake he looked up at the moon but he had a moment of he's like that's no moon that's a space that's a space station and no it's it's an odd shape he's like that is not the it it was the death star i think he did see the death star um this dude went up a small hill nearby to get a better view of the (laughs) of the closer to the sky i want to get closer to this (laughs) to the sky (laughs) take me um so he doesn't probe me (laughs) i want to feel you in my butthole (laughs) he walked up the hill presented his ass (laughs) i've just emptied everything out Oh my god. I've been waiting for this day. I've been prepping my colon every every morning morning for this exact moment. Oh my god. No, so he went up to the small hill to get a better look and quote what I saw was a well defined craft. Uh V shaped and the same color as the moon. Um he estimated the size to be close to his words five airliners stacked atop each other and at least all caps a thousand feet long so not the moon not the moon significantly larger than the moon um it was also surrounded by an luminous mist classic tornado shape that's what the mist so it's like a tornado underneath this little space station that moved along with the ufo um, it moved slowly east toward Arizona and then sure out of sight. Quite sure a sight to behold, he, he said. Is he sure he didn't just moon a tornado? I like, think he mooned a tornado <laughs> in Camp in, in Campo, yeah. California. Um, but that is the story of Lake Morena <laughs> and my outdoorsy ghosts. That's a good outdoorsy ghost. And UFO. I love Asterisk. it. All right. Yes. Well, hang on for a second, everybody. I'll yell at you. We'll get another story. You're going to love it. 
Hello everyone, it's me, Charlie Rainmaker, supervillain, and when I'm not fighting Spider-Man because of the iron grip I hold over the city, I'm listening to the Booze and Brews podcast! Anyway, you should go to iTunes and submit a five-star review, anything less, and I'll kill you with rain! Also, patreon.com slash booze and brews, which features audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches by the incredibly talented engineer Bob, is a place that you should give your money when you're not giving it to me, Charlie Rainmaker, to make sure that I don't drown your city in gallons of rainwater. Also, social media websites, go to them, we've got a Twitter. Booze and Brews. And, and Instagram. Booze and Brews Podcast. And a Facebook. Booze and Brews. All right, back to the show. Two, three, go. <laughs> Uh-oh, should I? I'll just keep it rolling. There we go. Now it's working. There we go, baby. I don't know why it just didn't start recording. <laughs> your your equipment was like, yeah, fuck look at you, that. I'm done. B- engineering, not so easy, is it? <laughs> it's not just pressing a button. Yeah, but apparently, uh, it doesn't just do what also, you want to do. not my fucking job. I did a story, did you? You can just admit that it's not easy. You can't do that. It's It's real easy to do that. <laughs> oh. uh, I, yeah it's, it's fine it's working now i think <laughs> looks fine now it's working yeah <laughs> all right so my outdoor ghost yes i'm gonna tell you about a forest Ooh, forest that is outdoor yep it's outdoor i was like i was just googling around like trying to find what outdoorsy ghost means to me right 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 you know me i love a haunted forest so i went like top 10 haunted forests we've done eight of them yeah let's do one of the other ones (laughs) eventually we're gonna make it through the top 10 get them all we will we're very close we're gonna catch them all like this is number nine (laughs) so i'm gonna tell you about hoya Bakyu? Yep. Hoya Bakyu, which I did listen to people say the name of this forest. Right. But it was days ago. So. So it I went in remember. one ear, it went right out the other. There's been um, beer and Mexican food and. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Also, also, full disclosure, uh, which we're going to talk about for a very little bit, but our, our ghost boys went here. Oh. <gasps> So Did the they? people I heard say the name of this forest. Oh, were those Nimrods? Are maybe not to be trusted. Yeah, I don't know how much I trust the Begenses. Yeah. Or see yeah, so, baby boy Aaron to pronounce anything correctly. Yeah, it was it was it was all Begenses. Yeah. Okay. It was all Begenses. Okay. Um so I'm gonna tell you about the Hoya Baku, uh, which also known as Romania's Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. But it's a forest. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle in water, which is why it's Romanian. So, yeah, so, well, but like America's Bermuda Triangle is the Bridgewater Triangle, which is also a forest. So so just let that be known. If you bring a boat to a forest, you're going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you fly your plane into this forest, it's gonna you're going to lose yep. it. You're going to guaranteed if you Bo-bye. fly it into the tree, there's a lot lost. There. It just means it's a it's an area where a bunch of weird shit happens. Yes. Okay. So this forest is west of, yep, uh, Kluge Nampoka. Nailed it. Kluge. Yep, Kluge. Nampoka. <laughs> it's C L U J. Kluge. Kluge. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm not doubting your pronunciation. Yeah, look, you're, you're yeah. clearly it out here every day. You clearly yeah. are so well rehearsed and Nailed it. practiced. Kluge n- Kluge Napoca, I speak Romanian. Yeah, you do. 
Romanian, right there. Uh, so that's basically in northwestern Romania. So it's in the Romania part, part of Romania. Romania. Good. Yes, yeah, in the Romania part of Romania. It is the forest is uh two hundred and ninety five hectares. Yep. And for those of you that that means nothing to, mm-hmm. it's seven hundred and twenty nine acres. Okay. It's large, for but those it's not of you, massive. Yeah, for those of you that that means nothing to, I cannot help you. Yeah, Google Central it. Park. <laughs> <laughs> Can I Central give Park the, was like a thousand or something? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I've according given you many Google, reference points. You're Fucking pretty, Google it. You're actually pretty close according to Google. It's Clues, Clues, Napalka. <laughs> nope, Clues, Napoca. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. You're wrong, Bob. Nope, you're wrong. It's Clues, Napoca. Uh... Uh, fuck you, Google. And it is known for its many uh, bike trails. It's uh, archery. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people go there to shoot airsoft guns. There's like ranges for that. Oh, and of course, fun. the many, many paranormal happenings. Of course. Yeah. You, you go so, for the air rifle. You stay for the ghosts. Stay for the ghosts. Ah. Um, yeah. So legend says. Ooh, the legend of the legend of the forest. Is that the forest is where a bunch of weird shit happens mm-hmm. because many, many moons ago, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, some big ruler in Romania mm-hmm. worshipped the devil. Oh, nice. And he said, devil, I would like you to bless my Romanian lands with your devilness. Yeah. So he gathered together a bunch of peasants, bunch of took virgins. them into the forest Killed him and buried him. Oh, oh, look at look at this wonderful offering I give you. At least two of them, I'm sure, were virgins. Yeah, like uh, like, like hundreds of peasants is what this legend says. Like hundreds of people were murdered in this forest. Great, 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 cool, cool, cool. Which which is explains all the bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not um, so they say that because of all this murder, it has opened a portal to, quote, other hell dimensions. Zach would, is so like, into this. Holy shit. I'm of shocked. Of course he is. Oh, my hell God. Dimensions. Yes, I would just like to note the grammar of this means we are also in a hell dimension. I'm other hell dimensions. Other hell. You know what? I agree, though. I feel like I am in a hell dimension. Yeah, we're in the worst timeline. We are in the hellest of hell dimensions at the moment. Yes. Um. So, uh, in case you were curious, where this name, uh, Moya Baku, but Baku, whatever. <laughs> I've abandoned it. Moira. Baku? I think it's like Baku. I don't know. For the the <laughs> the forest Moira from Shit's Creek. Yeah, the- Forest Moira. It's it's H O I A B A C I U. Sure. Hoya Baku. Sure. Baku. Hoya Baku. Whatever. Forest Moira. Um. So was named after a shepherd named Forest Moira. Oh. Uh, who was like the, all the all the locals are like that's the haunted forest we don't go in the haunted forest unless no you're one comes out of the haunted forest and shepherd mora was like nah dude i got it i don't believe Me and my you. sheep were totes fine so he took his sheep into the forest particularly into this one like clearing that's in the forest mm-hmm. um and they like wandered into this Forest covered in an unearthly mist, and neither him nor any of his 200 sheep were ever seen again. Dang. 
I love. I got this. I'm not afraid of a forest. Turns out, should be. Yeah. So the forest ate him all up. Eat you and those sheep and those delicious sheep's. All the sheep. Whoopsie uh, And now the. and now the forest is named after him, Hoya Baku. Oh, c- congratulations. Oh, you know what? Small price to pay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I, I yeah. have exactly zero forest named after me. Because you haven't yeah. been killed in it. I feel bad for all those sheep. 200 sheep died. Not a single fucking thing named after them. Yeah. Should be called Ba Forest. There you go. Hoya Baku. <laughs> yes. That's the there one. It there it we is. We got there. <laughs> um. So this forest is very creepy. As I said, it it's kind of always covered in an unearthly level of fog. Oh, great. Okay. Awesome. So it's just always kind of like foggy and dark in the forest. Love it. The forest it contains mostly these really weird looking trees. Okay. Explain. That are, and you will think I'm just explaining a normal tree to you. But it's got a trunk, it, some branches, and some leaves. Yes, yes, yes. So when you think of a tree, you think of it like, oh, it's a trunk and I branches, and it tree. goes up, and there's leaves at the top. But these really only have leaves at the top. So oh. as you're walking through the forest, it's just dark because the leaves are covering the sun, and the trees look dead because there's no greenery until the very top. Oh. All right. Also, the trees grow in super weird shapes. Do they do they grow in the shape of the beast, the mark of the beast, 666? Kind of. Oh. Ooh. So the trees, like, the the trees as they grow up, they kind of bend. All right. So some of them, like, literally bend in, like, a zigzag as oh. they're growing. And this is, like, the trunk of the tree yeah. is, like, in a Z formation. All right. Most of them, though, grow kind of kind of wavy kind of like with bowing a lot of them bow out from the very bottom so they they come up straight for like six inches and then yeah. they bow deeply to one side oh, okay. sometimes they then bow back again uh but if you look at them from like if you really study them you see that they're not bowed they're like moving in a circle almost okay and serpentine pattern like all a of snack. them yes and all of them are uh like circular in a clockwise manner Oh. All My of dudes, them are growing in this weird clockwise way. I'm looking at this place, and these trees are snaky for real. Snake yeah, trees. it's fucking weird. Like so there are trees. There's pictures of some of the trees that literally grow into an arch, like grow up and over and down. Oh wow! Like these trees are fucking weird. That's and, a weird shape. And these trees also have so all of them twist in a clockwise fa- fashion. Mm-hmm. And as the trees get older, they get these big patches of black, what looks like char marks, oh. as if like parts of the trees have been burned. Uh-huh. And they and no one knows why. No one knows why the trees are growing like this. There's no like kind of tree that does this. This tree grows other places and does not do this. Oh. Only and here. The, and the weird char marks only appear after a tree's like after a tree's big enough. Right. And they're like, yeah, it's as if Parts of this tree are burned, but they haven't actually been burned. They've been touched by the devil. Yeah. By the devil. By Left the devil. His dark mark there. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there's all these weird trees that perpetuate the forest, except, except this one circular part in the middle that they call, not at all ominously, the clearing. Ooh, that sounds like a horror <laughs> movie. Yes, and 
in all the websites, they have capitalized the and clearing of course. like a proper noun, which I love. The Fucking conjuring. Love <laughs> the clearing. The clearing. Nice. Love it. So this is, everyone says it's a circle. It's really more of an oval. They're like, it's an almost perfect circle. I'm like, yeah, because it's a perfect oval. <laughs> because it's not a circle. It's not a circle. So it's an oval where... The trees do not grow and nothing but grass grows. And in the very absolute center of this grassy oval, there is a circle where absolutely nothing grows. It is just dirt. And they've brought in soil scientists because that's a thing. Yeah. To be like, why are there no trees or bushes or anything? And why is this one patch not even have any grass in it? And they're like, we don't know. Oh, they they it's, just they're like look I did my dirt nerding, I I took some samples yeah. and I this is a head scratcher I dirt nerded so hard there's no difference between this soil and the other soil where trees so do there's grow no reason there's Bob's no by dirt nerd dirt nerd is such a great <laughs> <laughs> yeah they brought in they brought in a bunch of dirt nerds bunch of dirt nerds. And the dirt nerds, I've murdered Bob and I've can't been figure out. Absolutely nonstop since you first said dirt nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh fuck! So so no one knows. Oh, why this is happening? And I was very curious, so I went to Google Maps to mm-hmm. like the forest. Yeah, you can fucking see it. Oh wow! Like it is because the forest view. is. He's large, but not that large. And if you go to the like terrain view or whatever, you're like, oh, yeah. And it doesn't it looks like a it looks a little wonky oval because there's like a bike trail that goes through it now. Okay, but it really is just an oval in the middle of the fucking forest. Nothing there. Where there's no goddamn trees and no one knows why. And the trees all around out of the ground. Obviously. Are these weird and they think that that's where the bodies are buried of those hundreds of peasants. Oh, that would make sense. They say that the. The clearing, the clearing is really the center of all the bad vibes of the forest. Yes, yes, like that's where the 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 shepherd and his sheep went missing. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So uh, it's always been like local lore that like that is a haunted forest. You can go into the haunted forest in the daytime. You're fine, but don't ever go in the clearing. Oh, like they just never would. You don't want it. You invite bad vibes. Bike path through the clearing. Yeah, I feel well, like now it's ill-advised. We're going to get to it. Oh, shit. Um, so everyone in the area knew that it was like troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it started to get more national within Romania and like outside of Romania uh, attention in the 1960s. Oh, tourist uh, so destination. So in the 1960s, a biologist was made aware, a a dirt nerd, another dirt nerd, aware. um, uh, Who's the first dirt nerd? Oh, so he he's like, I've heard about this weird forest where the trees are fucking weird. Mm -hmm. The dirt is fucking fascinating. I gotta go get. I gotta. I gotta get get my dick in this dirt. dirt. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get my dick dirty. Mm -hmm. So his name is um, Alexandru Sift. Still Sift. The dirt. The dirt. Such a good name. Of course, a man named Mr. Sift would be a dirt nerd. Gotta get his dick dirty. He got his dick dirty. He's not what he's talking about. Yes, dick dirty. (laughs) Clipboard just humping the ground. Ah, Soil samples. Perfect. He's just, he's fucking the dirt. Nothing wrong with this dirt. This is perfectly fine. Best dirt I've ever fucked. 
I can feel the peasant anyway, blood. Anyway, so Mr. Sift, the dirt fucker, he's like, I got to come look at this we- these weird trees, study this weird clearing where nothing else grows. So he comes to look at it and he starts to take like photos of the area. Okay. And he goes uh, and he he's like, taking pictures, whatever. And he goes back and he develops them and he realizes in a lot of these pictures hovering above the clearing is a weird spherical object. Really? It's a, it's a UFO. There's a fucking UFO watching him fuck the dirt. Oh, man, that's embarrassing. But now I understand why there's so much probing because they saw the man fuck the dirt. They 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 learned, got excited. And now they realize we have to fuck the humans. Yeah. Um, So because this guy got a a bunch of attention Mm -hmm. um, and these UFO stories spread. So then the military, Romanian military, sends a group of people to go and investigate what it is, what what is it that is in the air that could make it look like that in pictures? Mm-hmm. And is there anything weird biologically happening? Yeah. So they send uh, Emil Barnea, sure, mm-hmm. um, who's a military technician, out to the area to investigate. And he starts taking pictures and specifically starts taking pictures of like the forest, the clearing and the sky. Yeah. And he realizes, yeah, dude, there's a fucking flying saucer up there. Whoa. And it's watching me. It's studying me as I study this circle. All right. Okay. Okay. So then he takes these pictures, publishes them. You can see them online. What it kind of looks like, it's like a clearing with forest in the background with creepy looking trees. And then the sauce, the flying saucer to me looks kind of like a drop of water. Oh, okay. Like, but, but it's a picture from the 1960s that's been digitized on the internet. Yeah. But that, so that's what it looks like. It's like a little drop up in the sky. Okay. Um, so he is like, holy fucking shit, there are UFOs. And he, he tells the government this, and the government's like, you're no. crazy, you're fired. Oh, no. And at this point, the Romanian government, is it's uh, basically a communist regime. Yeah. So like, he loses everything. everything. Oh, no. And he's like, I'm going to go public with this. And they're like, you can fucking try. We're going to destroy you in the press because you're obviously crazy. This is not a real thing. So he had, there was no upside to him talking about right. this. Yeah. There was no like, I'm going to get famous for this. Like it destroyed his life. Right. right. That he was like, there's a UFO and people have to know. Wow. Dang. Uh, All right. Yes. Props so. to you, sir. I love it. Yes. So the poor, truth is out there. Uh, poor, yeah, poor Emil gets like diagnosed with madness and spends the rest of his life trying to convince people he's not crazy and UFOs are real. Oh boy. Um, and then since then, since the you know the seventies, UFOs became very popular. So then it became like a little bit of a tourist destination to go and try and see UFOs. So there's been hundreds and hundreds of UFO sightings since then mm-hmm. over this area. It's a it basically if you if you go and you hang out long enough there, you'll see a You're UFO. You're gonna see one. All right. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Let's go to Romania. Which seemed to be the case in the 70s and 80s. Not so much the case now. Still some UFO sightings, but not as much. Oh, we've we've moved on. Have the, the aliens abandoned us and now just Satan lives there? Maybe. Possible. I mean, there. but if you're like, well, no more UFOs. I don't know where I'm really going to go. Don't worry. Plenty of other things there oh, to good. entice you and interest you. Yeah, maybe Ooh. the mist forest that will eat you and no one will see nor hear from you again. Yes. Exciting. Speaking of mist forests that eat you, my favorite story mm. is one of those like 
legend says. Yeah. Like, I can't find a year. I can't find a name. Right. Every website just says this story happened there. Mm-hmm. So I have no corroborating details. <sighs> But the story is that there was a family who was like hiking in the forest and their youngest daughter is a little five-year-old girl wandered off from the group. One of her family members saw her wandering towards the clearing. Yeah. She disappeared into the mist of the clearing and they had no idea where she went and they searched and searched and they couldn't find her. And then one day, five years later, she wanders out of the mist Oh, whoa! This, she wanders um, uh, completely out of the mist. She has no memory of what has happened. Okay, she's the same age. Oh, wearing the same clothes. Oh, and like has no nothing that has been done to her. Huh. Okay. It's like she wandered in one side of the clearing and wandered out the other side five, five years, years later. later, but no time for her had passed. Time slips. Yeah. Oh, time slips. Time so slip. she this is the biggest most popular time slip story but there are lots of other stories of people going here and experiencing minor time slips whoa so they say most of the time what happens is you'll be walking most of the time in the clearing mm-hmm. and you'll suddenly like the you'll feel like the wind is kicking up mm-hmm. and you'll feel like almost there's a voice in the wind oh weird okay and you're like that's so weird and you'll like try and listen to what the voice in the wind is mm. And then suddenly, like, a friend or your partner or whoever you were there with, like, taps you on the shoulder and is like, dude, you haven't moved in an hour and a half. What's happening? Whoa. Okay. I'm tripping balls right now. (laughs) I came to see a UFO and I got stuck up. Someone hit pause on me for an hour and a half. (laughs) Oh, man. Those are some good Um, shrooms. Yeah. So people who don't experience time slips do experience other things. Like there are lots of stories of people hearing whispers, sometimes whispers on the wind, sometimes just whispers coming from various parts of the forest. Nope. Okay. Lots of children's laughter, no, no, but no. not like a happy child's laugh, oh. like an evil, sinister child laugh, <laughs> mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a scary child laugh I, just coming from the forever in the fog no. forest with the weird fucking trees. Nah. Good. Um, Good. They say it's a popular place for like paranormal enthusiasts to try and go at night and like see right. what happens. Right. Uh, and lots of people when they go at night say that sometimes they'll just be walking through the woods and they'll like feel like something's watching them and they'll turn to look and like they'll just see a pair of glowing green or red eyes looking back at them. Awesome. Awesome. And they'll just be like, I don't know nope. what the fuck that is. I would uh, then leave said forest and never return. Yeah. Never. There's lots and lots uh, online of pictures of people taking pictures of this forest. Mm-hmm. And it'll look like, look like, oh, it's weird trees and fog. But then as the picture is developed, you'll be like, no, there's like a humanoid shadow figure awesome. in that picture. Just all over the place. And lots of people take them of the clearing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's like five humanoid shadow figures laying on the ground in the middle of this clearing no no Um, you really should google some pictures of this place though it's super rad looking it is very creepy looking um so other things that people experience are uh if you go and you go in with bad vibes apparently it's a very like it meets you with the energy you bring oh okay so if you go in with bad vibes, you will get vibe vibes, bad vibes back. So there are instances of people coming out with scratches. Oh. Three scratches, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, demonic um, energies. 
bite marks. I watched a video where these guys were out there, like not in English, so I can't understand them, but they're literally just video filming each other. And then one of them, it appears, is like picked up and thrown to the ground. Whoa. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, all if you bring electronics in, they more often than not will just completely freak out. Not drained of energy, they just go haywire. Oh, ooh. they don't want your fucking energy. No, they do not. Yeah, and they say uh, that there's they uh, they lots of pictures with orbs. Oh, great! Which, love an orb. We love an orb call, on the show. They call them ectoplasms. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 Which yeah. Which is yeah. cute. You know, in China, they call them ghost bubbles. Yeah. In Romania, they call them ectoplasms. ectoplasms. Amazing. So lots of ectoplasms. And then they come through with like heat sensors to like be like, oh, there's a shadow figure over there. There's no light on the, there's no heat off of it. There's mm-hmm. no heat off of these orbs either. Oh. So it's not like a flashlight or something. That's right. Ma- it's not a light that's making heat. It's, a it's something orb. else. It's a heatless ectoplasm, please. Sorry. Yes. Um, and they say that people who don't go in for the ghostiness, so you don't bring the bad vibes in, you just bring kind of neutral vibes in. Right. Like, say you're just using the biking trail. Yeah, you just want to go on a bike ride. You just want to go on a biking trail. Lots of people will, as they're going through this forest, specifically if they go through the clearing, um, they will get nauseous. Oh. Or they'll get lightheaded, or they'll start to have a really bad headache, or... They'll come out like the second they get out of the forest, they'll look down and realize they have a rash. Oh, yeah. Gives them that will clear the farther you get from the forest. Oh, weird. <laughs> yes. So as I said, our very special ghost boys went there. Yes, they, they did. did some ghost oh, adventuring. It God. was a it's an old school episode because it's Aaron, Nick and Zach. Oh, wow. That is old. It is like I think it's a. It's a two-hour-long Halloween special. Oh, rad. Nice. It's the one where they're going to Romania to learn about Dracula. Oh. And then then there's... Yeah, they're going to meet Dracula. And then uh, in in very classic Ghost Adventures fashion, uh, they meet with a local who tells them about the forest, which they then act surprised about. And then Zach decides they have to go. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Classic Zach acting. Um, and he decides that we're going to have to split up. So like him and Nick are talking. This is the clip that was free online okay. of this episode. And him and Nick are talking. And Zach's like, well, we, we got to split up. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, we got to. I mean, we obviously. Split. We got we to gotta do it. Yeah. Soon two days, bro. Soon two days, bro. And then so so Nick and Aaron go to the Dracula castle. Oh, of course. And Zach goes to the and devil forest. Zach and Billy. Oh, Billy. Go to the haunted forest where I watched a 30 second clip because that's all that was free to me online. And I heard, what was that dude? About seven times. <laughs> In 30 seconds. <laughs> Just Zach oh, and Billy. Scaring each other. Throwing out over the ghostiness of this love it. ghost forest. Love it. And in case you were thinking about going, I will leave you with this one last thing. Um, so I read a bunch of reviews to try and like get personal ghost stories and stuff. Yeah. And this was my favorite. This is from uh, a Jay Jonas who, so Joe Jonas. <gasps> Joe Jonas. Went, Love that guy. W- went to the haunted forest five months ago and left a review that I thought was very helpful. Uh, so again, you will remember this is it's it's for the clearing, yeah, the, like circular clearing in the middle of the forest. You will remember this is just a clearing in a forest mm-hmm. that's like a state park. Yeah, yes. Um, that he apparently decided to camp on for some reason. Yeah, nice. yep, yep, yep. Nice and even to sleep on, but unfortunately, no water for washing up. 
Yeah, no shit, dude. It's a it's a <laughs> forest. forest. Slept here one night. Many people passing through. No shit. It's like very. It's known for ghostiness. Of course, people are coming through at night. Yeah, yeah. but then only three stars because it rained. <laughs> Not the rain. So no. what you're telling me is this guy didn't see any fucking ghosts? No. He's, uh, he didn't give a shit about the ghosts. No. Nope. He's mad about the water. That there wasn't any water for washing, but that there was water from the sky. There Three was stars. not enough water, but at the same time, there was too, too much, much water. water. <laughs> too much water. Is so, And the park like responded to it being like, sorry, we can't control the weather. Because <laughs> they're yes. not your story, apparently. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, that you didn't check AccuWeather yeah, before you decided to like camp yeah, out I'm in sorry. the middle of the woods. I'm sorry you threw cumin into the sky before you came. and Should have called Charlie Rainmaker, dumbass. Yep. <laughs> I like that both their stories had UFOs and both our stories had rain related tie-ins. I love it. Anyway, that is the story of Romania's Bermuda Triangle. Yay! Yay! That's a good one. Well, that brings us to this delightful beer here. Yeah, yeah with the cute little bear on it. A little it. bear on it. So as so I mentioned cute. earlier, this and is an outhouse. the Berry Blonde um, Ale from Lift Bridge Brewing Company in Stillwater. Oh yeah, Tip Bridge. Tip Bridge. Yeah, good old Tip Bridge in Stillwater, Minnesota. Um, It is an ale uh, with natural blackberry and boysenberry flavors added. And as Engineer Bob mentioned, it does, once it warms up a bit, tastes a lot like crunch berries. And I'm here for it. Yeah, it's good. Interesting. But it's not lip glossy and it's not too artificially flavored. I mean, as far as crunch berry is artificially flavored. Um, I prefer it colder. Like, this is a beer that I like when it's warmed up. It, mine's gone now, but um, I like it colder, but it's really refreshing. It's only 4%. It, it has doesn't a, taste too weird and sweet? I don't no, think it's so. it's good. I, I think it tastes good. It, it, it has a nice sort of cereally taste to it. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like not, I said. Like I said, not in a bad way. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I'm very happy I have one more of these left in the uh, variety pack I purchased. Yeah, and she's going to enjoy it. I'm going to drink it. Yeah. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Hey, pick it. Guess what I love? Hmm. Men showing their butts to UFOs. Yeah, loves it. Yeah. You know what else I love? I love other hell dimensions because this one's other crappy ones. and I want to see a different hell dimension yes, later. That is better. Not this one, but other one. You other know one. what else I love? I love Paddington Slenderman. What a guy. <laughs> but there's guy. one thing I love more than anything. It's a fucking dirt nerd. Vanessa wins. <laughs> <laughs> love that good old dirt Dirt nerd. fucker for the win. Woo! Dirt nerd. No, the well, real winners you are dirt you. fuckers Get so that. much for tuning in this week. Get your dick in the soil with the yeah. Booze and Brews podcast. Yes, thank Get you. Get your dick dirty. <sighs> if we haven't Jeez. offended you, come back next week, friends. <laughs> I mean, if we've offended you, come on back. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. That's what you're looking for. If that's what you want out of us, we will deliver. It's true. You are all gluttons for punishment. We you want us to also, do this to us. We will also deliver booze. Yes, and we will also deliver brews. So until then, cheers. Cheers. Worked better than I thought. That's good. It was a scramble, but you did it.